Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, uh, my church family. It's good to be in the house of the Lord once again. It's good to be here tonight. I come bringing greetings from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one that sets high and the one that looks low. I come tonight to lift up his name because when his name is lifted up from this earth, he will draw all men unto him. It is good to know that God is still on the throne tonight and he is still passing out blessings. As we look to him tonight, we want to open up our hearts and our minds so that we can have a heart and a mind that will stay on him. And as I began to go tonight into his words, before I go, I'm going to open up with a song at this time. God's grace and mercy brought me through is living this moment because of you. I want to praise him and praise you too. God's grace and mercy has brought me through. God's grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want to thank you and praise you too. God's grace and mercy has brought me through. Give an honor to God who is the head of my life, one that woke me up this morning and started me on another day. Giving honor to Pastor Mercer, who has allowed me to be able to come and be on this station week after week. Keep her in uh, your hand, Lord, right now. Lord, I want to just say thank you because you are so good to us, Lord, because your goodness is overwhelming. I pray now, Lord, that you would lead us in a plain path for your righteousness, for your name's sake. Lead us to a rock that's higher than I am, Lord. I acknowledge you right now, Lord, because without you, I can do nothing, but with you, I can do all things, and all things well. Come now, Lord, and go with me as I began to do your will tonight. It's not my will that it shall be done, it's your will. Strengthen me, Lord, from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Give me, Lord, what I need to say to your people tonight so that they can be led out of bondage, so they can be filled with your goodness, and so that they acknowledge that you are God, and besides you, there is no other. 
right now, Lord, I pray for strength now for those that's weak. Lord, pick them up when they are cast down and, and, and lead them in, in the way that you would have them to go. I pray even tonight, Lord, for those that is sick tonight, those in the hospital or those at home, those in the nursing home. But Lord, I, I pray that you would go and, and be there for them. Be the doctor in the sick room, a doctor that has never lost a patient. Lord, I call on you right now because I call on you because there is no other name that I can call on but the name of Jesus, the one that opened up doors, the one that even goes so far to lead us around the stumbling blocks, the one that gives us mercy and grace, the one that opens up a, a windows in the heaven above and holds down blessings, more blessings, more blessings than we can even count for, that we can even receive because you are good to us, Lord, and I thank you tonight. I thank you as I began to enter into your service tonight. I pray that you are not here, Christ. From the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, let these here listeners, these here textbook, let these ones not hear me, but hear you speak to this here, your servant tonight. Because, Lord, what you had for me to do tonight, it will be for those that are listening tonight also. Because you are good to not just me. You are good to the whole wide world because you are God and beside you there is no other. Lord, now as I began to open up this service tonight, I pray now, Lord, that you would just Touch, rule, and abide, and let this uh, be your will and not my will, that it shall be done. Now as I go, Lord, I pray that you just hide me behind this secret death. Let your holy tabernacle fall fresh on me. Let your word be engulfed in me, so it when I speak, it be bold words that you have entrusted me with to speak to your people, so that they will not go astray, so that they will be uh, uh, led in the right way that they shall go. Heal me now, Lord. Heal me, Lord. Heal me with your spirit. And, Lord, and let this abide in me. And somebody out there will come that don't know you by the pardon of your sin. Will come crying. What must I do to be saved? Now, Jesus, as I in this prayer, I thank you in the name of Jesus, I pray, and for your sake, I ask it all, amen, 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 come now and go with me, go with me, at this time, my wife's going to come and read scripture, and she's going to pray tonight also, and as as she reads scripture uh, tonight, the scripture going to be coming from Second Samuel's the 22nd chapter, and the 26th through the 33rd verses. Here she is. She will come and read at this time. And if she has anything she wants to add to that, she can feel free to do so in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man of God, for that prayer, powerful prayer. And we're coming from Second Samuel, twenty-second chapter, 
and I'll be starting at the 26th verse. It says, with the loving and, and loyal, you show yourself. Loving and loyal, with the blameless, you show yourself blameless. With the pure, you show yourself pure. With the perverted, you show yourself astute. And you and you save the afflicted people, but your eyes are on the hearty whom you base humiliate. For you, O oh Lord, are my lamp. The Lord illuminates and dispels my darkness. For by you I can run upon a truth. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless and and perfect. The word of the Lord is tested. He is a shield to all those who take refuge and trust in him. For who is God? besides the Lord. And who is a rock besides our God? God is my strong fortress. He sets the blameless in his way. Amen. 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 God is my rock and my fortress. He is a shield to all who trust in him. I'm going to be coming from the 22nd chapter of 2nd Samuel. But I'm going to be focusing tonight on the 31st verse. And my Bible reads as the following. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. And he is a shield to all who trust in him. I'm reading it tonight from the King James, the New King James Version. Uh, and tonight I'm going to use for a subject, a title, a theme, or a thought, Doubting God. Doubting God. In a song of remembrance of, of his three decades as King David, King David records how God has delivered him time and time again, delivered him from his enemies. But in the middle of this song, David described God's ways as being perfect. God's ways is always perfect. Because God is God all by himself. God don't need us. We need God. Because God is a strong tower. He is a rock in a river land. He's a bridge over troubled water. And he is our all in all. So we need God. Because we, as people in the world, and 
not of the world, we have to focus that God is our strong tower because he is perfect. But when you look back on your life, it is easy to see how God has worked in your life and to recognize that his way indeed has been perfect. But in the midst of the struggles that we go through time and time again, we find that there is some disappointment time and time again through the struggles of life. And we find that they will bring us some time to have and then change will come on us when this happens in our lives. But here tonight, you see God uh, is fearless. He shields us of all those things because we can take refuge in him. God knows that when times get tough, you see, when times get tough and the road begin to get rough and the hills begin to get hard to climb, I know one. I know a man beyond a man named God, our Father, who can lick the rough places He can cast over that hill that is in our way. He can stress around it and put our feet right. God knows. He knows what we're going through. Because God knows everything. Sometimes my friends, my Christians, my Church folk, my, 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 sometimes we think we know everything, but we don't know everything that God knows, because God sees everything, God cares everything, and God is everywhere at one time. God is in the whole wide world. God can be in New York City now. God can be in Richmond now. God can be anywhere that we are because God is all over the whole world. We don't have time to even try to doubt him. But time and time again, we find that man, people have doubted him. Uh, consider the behavior of the Israelites. Let me take you back to the book of Exodus just for a little while. Take you back to the time of the Israelites. When they was in bondage, we find down there that they was in slavery. And after God even sent Moses 
to deliver them out of bondage, they still doubted God time and time again. Let me look here tonight. We find that when uh, the Israelites left out of Egypt and began on their journey, and, and, and Pharaoh's army was then down on them at the Red Sea. And don't you know, those folk knew that God had brought them out and had brought them that far to the sea. And they still doubted them because they were complaining, we are going to die here. You see, God has always a ram in the bush. God always has a way out for his Christian sisters and brothers. He has a way out for them because the ram that he had in the bush for them when they was getting ready to go to the Red Sea. God parted the Red Sea. And when he parted it, they went through like on a highway with water on both sides. You see, God knows. and But we sometimes are so doubtful. And then when Pharaoh's army they began to pursue them and began to cross what those Israelites crossed over. God closed up the Red Sea and drowned the home. You see what I'm talking about tonight. Always had a way out for his church. God says that when his told north, the north go and build me an ark and put in some of two of everything you can find. And, and, and but God, when he brought north and his family out of the ark, he told north, well, I'm not going to destroy my, all my children anymore. Not by flood. I'm going to bring, destroy them by a fire. And God says his symbol. Look at it every day that when the clouds begin to come and, and we see the rain sometime and, and every now and then uh, we see God reminding us uh, that he's not going to destroy the world no more by flood uh, because he sets his rainbow. Uh, we see that rainbow, that beautiful rainbow. God reminding us uh, that I made a promise that I would never destroy by water no more, by flood no more. I will not do so. I will save my children. And here, as they begin to continue on, the Israelites now I'm talking about, continue on into on their journey. You find here that they began to get hungry because they had run out of food. And they began to doubt God again. They said, we're going to starve here. He brought us out 
out of bondage, but now you're going to start off to death here. You see, they were doubting God again. But God had another way out for them. God ran down now every day so they could have food to eat. Isn't that all right tonight? God ran down now. God fed them every day. And he told them, I'm just going to give you enough for one day you can't store it up. Every day I will give you Christ manna for you to eat. Isn't that all right? God can make a way out of no way. But it didn't stop there. It goes on just a little stuff. When they were in camp and they began to get thirsty because there was no one. Listen tonight, my sisters and my brothers. The, the water had run out. But once again, just like people sometime in the world today, they doubted him again. They doubted him. They said, you brought us out of bond. You brought us across the Red Sea. You gave us manna to eat. But now, you, we're going to die here from thirst. Doubting God again. But God, God says, Moses, he says, I want you to strike the rock. And when Moses struck the rock, out gushed water for them to drink. God always comes through for us if we don't doubt him, if we ask him to take care of us, you will find that you will never run out because God always has enough, enough, enough when we need it. But we have to trust in him. That's the key here tonight, trust in God and lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. You see, they should have learned something from that. God had brought them from a mighty long way, from bondage to where they was not in bondage no more. But now here, is another problem. They began to doubt him again. They have got power. Well, we've been eating manna. Can I fix this thing up tonight? We've been eating manna all these days. And we are tired now of eating this manna. We, we, we want something else besides just this manna uh, that we've been eating. And they said, well, God don't care about us. But I want you to know tonight that God always cares because he is God. And besides him, there is no other. He cares for us 
even when sometimes we don't care for ourselves. And there is that God don't care. But look now. Look what God done. <laughs> they had to eat manna. They graduated. God graduated them from manna to quail come down. And all of these quail was there for food. I tell you, he gave them meat. And when God do things like that, we should give him the praise and the glory and the honor because he's worthy. He's worthy of all of that. But now look here as I move on just a little further. We see Moses. He had led them out of bondage. He had brought them across the Red Sea. He had listened to God's instructions how to provide for the Israelites. And now Moses had to leave them for a short time. He had to take a journey up to Mount Sinai. For he was there for 40 days and 40 nights. He left them behind. And they was in doubt again. Where is Moses? Where is our leader? Do God care? Or do Moses care? And when Moses was gone, their outer minds began to work. They began to look beyond God and they seen something else that wasn't of God. So they took gold and made a golden path so that they could worship, oh my Jesus, worship something besides God. So that golden calf was set among them. But now when Moses' mission was at the end, Moses come down Mount Sinai. And when Moses come down, he sees all of these Israelites worshiping a golden calf. And Moses, I believe that he was angry. I believe that he was upset. I believe that all of these things, because the Israelites still doubted God and had gone and made a golden calf. And God, all that they've done, Lord have mercy, what a good God that we serve. Out of all that they've done, worshiping in golden calf, Doubting him time and time again, he still gives them for what they had done. We serve a God that is a forgiving God, a God that uh, will will forgive us time and time again for our mistakes, for our doubts. But I just stop by to let you know. That it's not the way to go. Don't doubt God because God is our shepherd. We
for anything. Because with him, everything is possible. Without him, nothing is possible. And we need him. But now here, even when the Israelites died, God came through for them. So why tonight they doubt God again and again? And I ask this question tonight to those that's listening to me tonight, to God speaking to me. Why do we sometimes doubt him? It's because in the stress of the moment, we forget how God has stepped up in the past. We forget God's promises, which he always keeps. We need to trust in God. After all his ways, all his ways is perfect. His wrath is fearless. And if we put refuge in him, then he will heal us. He will heal us not today. He will heal us not only tomorrow. He will heal us every time. That we took refuge in him. He will have mercy on us. And he will show us his mercy. Because he is blameless. Man is blameless. He will show you his blameless. With pure, you will show yourself pure. God will do this fight. But yeah, you say. God saved a humble people, but your eyes are on hearted to bring them down. For you are my lamp, O oh Lord. My God lightens my darkness. For by you I can run away against the truth. And by my God I can leap over walls. This God, his ways is perfect. Red the Lord proves truth. He is a sheep for all those who take refuge in him. Mm-hmm. But who is God? But do they love? Who is a rock? Except our God. This God is my strong refuge and made my way blameless. The Lord lives, my sisters and my brothers, and blessed be my rock, and guarded be my God. The rock of my salvation. The God who gives me dangers and, and brought me down of people under me who brought me out from my enemies. You invited me above those who rose against me. You delivered me from men above. For this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. Sing praises to your name. Great salvation he brings to his king. And shows such that love to his anointed, to David and his offspring forever. Not only to David, to us tonight. God brings a, 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 a refuge to us. All we got to do is hold on now. Hold on to his unchanging hand. Here we find that for you, God is saying tonight. Are the lamp of the Lord. And the Lord shall enlighten 
you in your darkness. For by you, I can run against the truth. But my my God, my God, I can leap over walls. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is true. He is a seal to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? God is my strength, my Lord. God is my strength. God is my power. God is my strong power. God is my way out of nowhere. God is my road to uh, redemption. God is my smooth and and my smooth pathway. God is God is my all and all. He makes my way perfect. He makes your way perfect. If you just take refuge in him, he will make your way perfect. He will make your plain path smooth. God takes the way out of nowhere when the door is closed in our face. And it seems like there's no set for us now. All we got to do is lead toward him. Look to the hills for which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, who has made the heaven and has made the earth. I stop and tell you tonight, when the doctor says I can't do no more for you, when your health is failing, and it seems like all is done, and it seems like all your power is sold in, I tell you, I stop to let you know that there was that I know there's one. That sex part, that one is a doctor in the sick room. He got medicine in the heaven garbage. All you got to do is just call him up. All you got to do is just reach out and touch him, and you will find that medicine to heal your body. When, when the doctor have beautiful fire. I recommend Jesus. Is he all right tonight? Because he is the rose in Sharon. I recommend Jesus. He is the lily in the valley. I recommend Jesus. He is the bright in the star. I recommend Jesus. He is the the, the wheel in the middle of a wheel. He is our anchor. When we need an anchor, when we need to stay still for a little while, he is Jesus all by himself. He heals the sick and he raised up the dead. He unstacked the blinded eyes. He, he, he even uh, made the willing hands go back to right again. He even took the
and after her body had run down, she was in trouble, my sisters and my brothers. When our body run out, sometimes when we try to get a healing, the doctor will let us go. But she heard that Dr. Jesus was coming to town. And there were so many folks uh-huh, trying to get to Dr. Jesus. And it tells me uh, that she could get to him like she wanted to get to him. But I believe, uh, if I use my special imagination or not, I believe she got all all four. Uh, and she began to crawl her way uh, through the crowd. And as she crawled her way through the crowd, I heard somebody say, I heard Jesus say, somebody touch me, somebody touch me, I feel the breath of go out from me. She touched just the hill of his garment, and she was, oh my Lord, stayed home after 12 long years, after staying off the head, after going to doctors and doctors, she just met one. One day, she just touched Jesus, and she was made whole. The blood stopped right there. I tell you, here's a healer. Here's a mighty healer. Here's a protector. Here's all of those things. Because I know he is. Because one day, I was thinking, deep in Far from the peaceful shores, staying deep within, seeking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard by this foreign cry, and from the waters he lifted me, down safe of mine, love lifted me. When I was down, he picked me up. When I was hungry, he fed me. When I was thirsty, he gave me drink. When I didn't have a friend in the world, he came. And it's stuck closer than a brother. I tell you, I recommend Jesus tonight. He is all that we need. All we got to do is hold on now. Hold on to his unchanging hand. Don't doubt. Don't doubt. Because Jesus will bring you out. Whatever you go through, all you got to do is trust him. And he will bring you out. You don't have to doubt about All you got to do is put your hand in his hand. And everything is going to wreck out for you. I know it is because it wrecked out for David. It wrecked out for the Israelites. It wrecked out for Moses. And if it wrecked out for them then, God will wreck it out for us today. Because God is the same back then as he is today. Today as he was back then. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God don't never change. We change, but God don't change. I come now to let you know that God is our shepherd. And through his scriptures tonight, God tells us that he will save the humble, but the oppressed, the proud. He says the proud try to ascend the God's place. And that he will never allow, he will never allow to take his place. <laughs> God will put a stop to it because God is God all by himself. He lives. He lives tonight because I know he lives because he rose like he said he would. 
He went on back to be with his father. Now he's sitting on the right-hand side of his father. He's making intercession for us. God is our refuge. And in him we should take uh, 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 safety. We should have him to be our hiding place. We should always rely on him. You see, God says here, and I'm just about to, therefore I will give thanks to you, O Lord. That's what David was telling God. He was going to give thanks to him. We should be giving thanks to him every day of our lives because we didn't wake up this morning by our alarm clock. We woke up because God allowed his grace and his mercy to bring us through. God touched us from a finger of a cold from the altar and woke us out of our sleeping couches. A strong tower. He's a tower of our salvation. All you got to do is show mercy to him because he ever anointed you. He ever anointed you to be his disciples. He anointed you to, to, to be his ambassador. So all you got to do now is just hold on to him. Because if you hold on, he will no wise cast you aside. Tonight, before I close out, I'm going to ask a few questions tonight. And my question, my first question that I'm asking is, are you going through a tough stretch right now? If so, how has it affected your faith in God? How has it affected your faith in God? How do life challenges affect how you interact with God? How much do you rely on God? That's the question tonight that every one of us can ask, answer and ask ourselves this. How much do we rely on God? How much, can I repeat, we, do we rely on God? Or do we rely just on ourselves? Or just on our friends? Or just on our church folks? Or just on our people? We have to rely on God if we're going to accomplish anything that's good in this world. And another question I'm asking tonight. When is the last time you doubted God? How quickly did God come to for you? If you had to wait for a while, then what was, the, what was that like? You see, let's move this. We find that when we pray for something, and it don't come today, and it don't come tomorrow, we get out patient sometimes, and we give up on God. But I come out and tell you that you might give up on God, but God don't give up on us. God knows what we stand in need of. God knows when he's going to do it. 
the Israelites. God knew that they were hungry. He fed them. God knew that they were thirsty. He gave them water. God knew that they were tired of eating mouth. He gave them quail. God knew of that even through Moses when he sent Moses up into Mount Sinai to give Moses the Ten Commandments. He knew, because God knows everything, that the Israelites were down there not waiting on Moses. They had made a golden calf. But we are like that sometimes. We get out patient. We move ahead of God. And I tell you tonight, when you move ahead of God, you're going to fail on all counts. Because nothing is going to last in this world, but the only thing that you do for Christ is going to last. And we are leaning on him tonight. Leaning on him. Have you ever looked back on the challenges in your life? And recall how God got you through those challenges. If not, take some time to do that now. When you look back on your life with benefits of hindsight, do you see any patterns in how God works? See, God works. God don't never retire. God says he don't never sleep or slumber. God is always there for us. I will be with you. Always until the end of the age. When the waters get high and the rivers overflow, I will be with you. Through the storms of life, I will be with you. Through the lightning and the thunder, I will be with you. Through the rain, I'll be with you. God says, I never leave you or never forsake you. I will always abide with you. All you got to do is just trust me. That's the main key tonight. If not doubt God is to trust him, to lead on him. It's, and when you lead on him, you know, some of us lead on trust. Some of us lead on caves. Some of us leads on each other. But I tell you, the best leading pole is Jesus. Lead on him tonight. And he will not let you go. That cave will trip you up sometimes. That crutch will throw you down sometimes. But we'll turn back on you sometimes. But if you lead on Jesus, he will never leave you. He will never let you go. He will always pull you up, and you will never fall down. But when you lean on something besides Jesus, you stand a good chance tonight in falling by the wayside. I tell you, lean on him. Lean on Jesus. Lean on him tonight. And trust in him. And obey him. And he will no wise. Cast you aside. Trust him. Lean on him. Obey him. I'm leaving that with you tonight. Trust him. Obey him. Lean on him. And he will never cast you aside because he is the great I am. He is the one 
that he made it possible so we can still have a life and have it more abundant. Lead on him tonight. And as you lead, don't forget that he is your refuge. In him there is safety. In him that is all that you need. There might be war. There might be war tonight. There might be war tonight out here that don't know the Lord by the promise of his sin. I take this time to open the doors of the church right now. I'm calling for those that don't know him, those that lead it on themselves and don't know where to go and who to turn to. All you got to do is just trust him. All you got to do is open up your mind and believe on him. Believe that he was he he was he died for our sins and was raised from the dead and, 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 and now he's alive and he's alive and well. Believe that he is Jesus all by himself. Come now. Come to Jesus just as you are. You don't have to have a million dollars. You don't have to have five houses. You don't have to have all kinds of land. All you got to do is break what you got. Bring it to him. Break your baggage along. And he will fix it. He will cleanse it. He will give you a new creation. Uh, he will give you a new a creation. He will show you that he is there for you. All you got to do is come down and cast your burden. Cast your troubles. Cast yourself at his feet. And he will bring you out and he will make you anew tonight. All you got to do is just come now. Come now. Come to Jesus just as you are. If you are not saved, come to him just as you are. And he's not going to cast you aside. Come now. He's waiting on you. Come now, he's waiting on you. Because tomorrow is not promised. Come now, because today is the day that the Lord has made. And we shall all get together and rejoice in it. So come now to Jesus. Come to him, just as you are. Just because something is not right in your life. Something you have done in your life. Come to him, bring it to Jesus. And put it at his feet. And I guarantee you, when you go back, you're not going back the same way you came. Because Jesus will fix it. Because he fixed it for the Hebrew boy that was in the fire with He fixed it for Daniel when he lived in Lord's death. He fixed it for even Moses and the Israelites when they crossed over the Red Sea. He fixed it for Noah and his family. Lord have mercy. Don't you think now that he won't fix it for you. He'll fix it for you too. Because you are a part of in his sight. Because he made us in his image. Isn't that all right? He would fix it. He would fix it. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. 
like a ship without a sail. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing. Without the Lord, I can't do nothing.